Like, Mubao will fuck me out. You get a three maximum, Fabian. Sabrina. that we just immediately shipped petty i do remember finding out about eddie early on because we found out berkeley joined the cast pretty early on like over the summer but this i feel checks like i out. really would like to like go back down and like go back and find like all of that back stuff but like who got time for that yeah like you i'd know. love to find it just for context because i guess grace remembers this i don't remember like any actual events i said this to her too but i was like i just remember feelings like i remember anticipating the carrot scene but i don't remember any reason for that Maybe I'll go digging for the promos. Those are probably on YouTube. Yeah, go digging, like, on Tumblr and, like, maybe a reaction. Because apparently, they must have announced, like, this guy's name is Berkeley. He's going to play somebody named Eddie or something. And then we are like, oh, that's Eddie. Patricia and Eddie are having a care of We ship it. I mean, that completely tracks. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> we ship things for much less than a full-on care <laughs> That's true. <laughs> We still do that today. We ship things for much less. <laughs> yeah, so, like, honestly, the carrot fight, we were like, here you go. Teddy is happening. Teddy is real. So thank you for Grace for that context of why you're anticipating the carrot fight. I guess we knew about it the whole time of season two, and we were waiting for it, which makes sense. Anyway, now to get into the- I have 30 seconds left before I put asparagus. Okay, then let's wait for the asparagus, ma'am. <laughs> And now for a quick asparagus break. Asparagus is good for you. I am an asparagus fan. You are an asparagus? <laughs> I'm an asparagus fan. I'm a mess and I apologize. No, you're an asparagus. Laura's an asparagus. I just wanted to do a spot the difference, like post on our Twitter, spot the difference, a picture of an asparagus and a picture of Laura. Honestly, me and asparagus kind of look similar. <laughs> If I, wearing, I, I see it. If I was wearing like a green outfit, me and asparagus would look the same. <laughs> we get into the episode. We open with the iconic intro. Then Nina, Fabian, and Amber are scared of being trapped as the ceiling sinks down. They crawl through the gap just in time to escape the tunnel on the other side. Emily is tweeting about asparagus. <laughs> awesome asparagus. And when Nina and Fabian pull her back, she says, "Sorry, sorry, no shoe gets left behind." The ceiling begins to rise again, and they see a grid with animals on the floor. Robert from Richard's Mice voices are saying, Traverse the grid of step or hop. Follow the secrets. Do not stop. All must complete the hopscotch test before the ceiling stays at rest. Fabian says he doesn't know hopscotch to stay the slave. Nina says he might have to. Amber says she was school hopscotch champion two years running. I also cannot hopscotch. Sorry, fam. Um, Amber is secretly sporty, because between this and the ping pong thing, like, ma'am? Oh, I was gonna so say. I, I'm saying, I, oh, I thought it was both sports she was listening, which is actually later, so I said all that time dating Nick made her super aware of sports. 
um, I guess that, that's technically when she starts listing random sports later. But yeah, she actually is really good at ping pong and hopscotch. Just very, like, niche sports. It's her thing. Yeah. I feel you, Amber. Also, I just really like, love the Sabuna trio. It feels like we're back to our roots, you know? Yeah. Then, um, Amber tries to hopscotch again, but the ceiling starts to close. Amber says she did it right. And then she says it's obviously ancient Egyptians don't learn anything about hopscotch. Nina realizes that there are animal symbols on the grid and that there is a secret pattern and they take a photo of the grid. Just as soon as the animals popped up, I was like, Mooba Wolf Quack Meow. That... <laughs> There's like that TikTok sound going around that's like, what's one random thing that you memorized for no reason or something like that and people stitch it? Mine is mine is Mooba with Wolf Quack Meow. The other thing is, oh my god, they're using their phones. They I'm took proud. a picture. Who are these kids? Where's Sabuna? This isn't the real Sabuna. <laughs> Nina says they should call it a day to clear their heads. Fabian says that even if they figure out the sequence, they're still the cats. Amber wonders what the pink Power Ranger would do. She'd long jump it into other sports that she loves. Fabian says she just looks in sports. I said, WWTPPRD. What would the Pink Power Ranger do? Is this like peak Emily content? I'm thriving right now. Truly. I love that Amber's like a Pink Power Ranger stand. I could see that. Nina wonders how many tasks are between them and the mask. 10? 100? Amber says 1,000? 100,000? Fabian says she's just listing big numbers and she says she lists things when she gets anxious. Then they lose the filler. I wish I listed things when I got anxious. That doesn't seem destructive. Honestly. Um, in the lounge, Patricia asks Joy when and why she talked to Fabian about the poem. Joy asks Patricia if they ever did haikus in Miss Angie's class. When Patricia says no, she says she knew Fabian was lying and he must have been embarrassed because they were in public. Patricia tells her to try to actually listen and says he didn't write the poem for her. Patricia's like, when I talk, all you hear is blah, blah, blah. Uh, once again, I am Patricia. Once again, I am Joy. <laughs> Um, I just enjoy the Joy Trisha friendship moments that we're getting here. I appreciate We'll never them. see them again. I know, that's really <laughs> sad, honestly. Mm-hmm. Joy then tells Patricia she needs to shower in Eddie, and Patricia says, great, because I love spending time with him. Joy says, great to see you actually admit it for once. She hands Patricia a list of bands that Sweet has approved. They're classical. Patricia wants something edgier or punk. I said, her just teasing Patricia for being into Eddie. You love to see it. Then I also said, love to see her tell you the chaperone was someone your own age. LOL. Okay. Patricia, like, all, like, I love spending time with him all sarcastically. Like, ma'am, you were willingly tied to him for six hours. And I'm sure some of that is just because you're both low-key competitive. But but still, you really willingly spent six hours tied to him. She won't say she's in love. No, she No, no way. way. Okay. I no, say no, no. House of Hercules. <laughs> Honestly, that would be Joy. Joy is like all the background people, and this Patricia is Nick. <laughs> when Joy leaves, Eddie comes out from behind a curtain and Miss eavesdropping on the girls. He says he agrees with her music taste and jokes that he has heard that she doesn't like spending time with him. He then roasts the events that they have to go to and old people. And Patricia seems impressed, but then says no one asks for your opinion anyway and leaves. That is my emotional support himbo. I like good music, just like you do. Also, ma'am, that look you gave him, please explain. It was all flirty. Right? Like, ma'am, ma'am. It was so cute, because he was, like, going off about music, and she just, like, couldn't stop smiling and staring at him, and then she had to, like, snap herself out of it, because she's not used to having feelings like that, and it was so cute. Cute. How dare a white man give her feelings? Wow. <laughs> white man! 
No! no. <laughs> oh, no. She absolutely leaves the band list behind, and Eddie takes it. He says, Sweet did order me to help, and looks up punk and metal bands on his phone instead of looking at the list. That he's so stupid. I love him. Hey, guys. So, we're taking a dinner break here. Uh, my favorite fanfiction author is finally going to write the third part of the Nettie series, she said on Tumblr, and I'm very excited. I'm her biggest fan. I was going to hype up a fic. So your girl has been super enthralled by this fic on AO3 called The Sinner's Secrets by Fan 11 10 out of 10. Really loving it. Don't want to talk too much about it because, like, uh, major plot spoilers if I talk, like, where it's going. But, but like, I'm addicted and I just want to know what happens next. Ooh, I'm going to have to check this out. You mentioned this author before, so I'm going to have to check them out for sure. Outside, the investigator is still looking for Jerome. In the hall, Jerome and Mara are walking together, and Jerome is telling Mara that, that it's her fault. When she asks why it's her fault, he said, oh, she asks why it's her fault because she didn't tell him to hire a PI, but Jerome tells her that she made him feel guilty about popping into his dad in the first place. He says that he found out where his dad was, and he says, yeah, in prison, he could rot for all I care. Poppy overhears Jerome say that her dad is in prison and that he could rot for all I care. She looks shocked and upset. Aldi tells Jerome that a man named Soper Noah Roper is looking for him, and Jerome runs off to hide. Roper, who is the private investigator, is outside eating a sandwich, and Jerome sneaks past him again. Uh, Jerome goes to hide in the front of the library. Jasper's waiting for someone who he has played. Jasper tells Jerome... He'll let him cutting slash flies as the current cultural course. Jasper offers him a way to make himself useful, a job guiding course for children. Jerome is hesitant at first, but agrees when Jasper mentions payment because he is desperate to pay off his debt. The catch is that he has to work on the costume while doing the course. Jerome's like a whipping fedora. Jerome is excited about the costume at first because he thinks he's going to be a whipping fedora like Indiana Jones. He would rock that, to be honest. So He would. He would look good. I hate to admit it, but he would. Also, um, Jerome really was, like, sold at payment. Uh, Victor is cleaning the clock and overhears Amber talking about the photo for space on the balcony. Nina and Fabian hush shirt and tell her not to mention names. Fabian doesn't see Victor and says they're good, and they continue talking loudly about the quest. Amber is looking for an easy quest and doesn't... An easy quest that doesn't involve death and large amounts of doom as Victor eavesdrops. Amber says something about death and matching marks of doom, and I don't know why that hit me in my funny bone, but it hit me exactly in my funny bone. Amber has, like, a lot of really good lines this this episode. Um, I also thought it was really crazy, again, who is this Sabuna? Um, they were talking loudly in public about the mystery, but then they stopped to be like, let's make sure the coast is clear before we continue talking loudly in public. You know, they missed the mark because they didn't see Victor, but, like, I appreciate the effort. They tried. They tried. Poppy goes to the house to see Mara with. She asked Mara which prison her father is in. She said she heard Mara and Jerome talking and asked why Mara didn't tell her. Mara said she went to tell Poppy, but Jerome thought he was protecting her and not letting her know. Poppy tells Mara that, unlike Jerome, she wants to have contact with her father and doesn't want to leave him for all. Poppy asks Mara what her dad is like, and she says he wears slippers, likes DIY, dances like SpongeBob, quote unquote normal stuff. Poppy says normal sounds nice. Poppy asks her to help her because she wants to know what her dad is like. Mara suggests she writes to her father, and Poppy hugs her. I said I love Mara and Poppy's relationship. Mara and Poppy would simply have been too powerful if they were both in season three. I'm right and I should say it. They would simply have been too powerful. They also, would've... I'm pretty sure there's a picture of, like, the cast girl from the KCAs on Mara's wall. Aw, I love that. I'll have to look for that later. Um, This whole scene was just sad. I was very sad. Um, 
Frances Ansel, who plays Poppy. Oh my gosh, what an amazing actress. She must have been so young doing this too. She killed it. This like I had it was all in my feels watching this. Um and also I'm just kind of surprised that this like this scene and this whole arc was even allowed to happen now that we know about all this like sad in a Nickelodeon way stuff. Like this was this was sad. And they hugged, which is crazy. But I'm glad that they did this because it gives the show more depth and it obviously gives Jerome more depth, which I appreciate. So and Victor walks out. Beerus hex Jasper to meet the collector that night and tell no one. Nina, Baby, and Amber are looking at photos to try to figure out the correct sequence. They complain that the first half is easy and wonder how they'll ever figure out the right sequence. They do not see the dollhouse opening behind them, showing them the sequence as glowing symbols. I like Amber's top. I like Amber. In the woods, the Jasper meets the collector, a cloaked mysterious figure with the disguise voice. He won't tell Jasper's name or look at him. Jasper says he understands the collector's really needs the people, but he didn't understand that it was easy for this, and he says he wants out that I'm very scared. The collector tells Jasper that it's impossible and that the search for the magic now erased to death. Um, this was high key creepy. Also, the erase to the death line. Also, this is like Jasper's second cliffhanger that I can remember. Trace had more. Yeah, this whole scene was very creepy. This was another scene where I was like, man. How did how did the eight year olds watch this? Even the ten year olds, like I would have not enjoyed this as a child. I was seventeen when this came out, so I was okay. But okay, that is the end of this half. It has been very chaotic, but I think my food should be done cooking now. So hopefully, it's less chaotic in the second half. So at school, Amber is telling Fabian that if he can dance, he can hopscotch. They both realize he can't dance. Nina says that she's been looking up hopscotch and it goes way back with lots of different versions. Fabian says it seems odd for Robert Frobisher Smythe to be doing hopscotch, but Amber said he had a little girl and little girls love hopscotch. They figure out that they need to look at the dollhouse for clues and decide to look after dinner. In the lounge, all the members of the house work on the setup for the ball. Nina struggles to figure out a table. Alfie and Jerome decide not to listen to Joy about the music volume. Patricia says she's glad the Quintet RSVP'd and Eddie, who was laying on the couch, left. She says something funny, and he says, yeah, your face, funny face. I said that's the most Nickelodeon flirting I've ever heard. <laughs> I have to follow that up. They are so in love, your honor. <laughs> but I love this for them. Yeah. Mr. Sweet says that a representative of the student body needs to make a speech at 7.30 and says that that's baby. And he tried to practice, but the mic gives off a lot of feedback. The table falls apart and lands on Amber's foot and the lights go out. Pour one out for Brad in that chaotic sweater. In the house, Amber's limping and worrying about the dance and hopscotch. Joy starts talking to Fabian about a test coming up and Nina corrects her from geology to geography. Joy says tomato tomato and so they can talk about the ball. She has Fabian sit next to her. Okay, I just want to know, like, Joy and Fabian, like, are matching in this scene. Like, their colors match. Cute. We love Jabian. <laughs> Jabian stands the costume department. Fabina could never. <laughs> You're right, and you should say it. Okay, but if they're kind of matching, that was obviously a choice by the costume department. That's all I'm gonna say. It's like the same color story. Yeah, it was probably intentional. If you are listening to this and you are on the costume team for House of Anubis, let us know. Oh my god, I would love podcast, for you please. to come on the podcast. Please come <laughs> on the podcast. I have so many questions. <laughs> You know that scene in Tor when they're like trying to find Eddie and to Mr. Sweet, they're like, gotta make sure Eddie and Patricia don't clash at the big dance and they're both wearing all black. Like, it, I mean, it was almost his funeral, so. 
Oh, well, she has to be sad before the next scene coming up where we're about to go barely. <laughs> so, Eddie walks in the kitchen with chips and asks what's for dinner. Vera takes the chips away from him. Nina says that he can sit next to her if he likes. And he's like, I like. I'm winning you over, aren't I? Nina giggles fortunately. Patricia says Eddie eats with his mouth open and Vera says he burps. <laughs> Eddie says that sometimes there's so much love in the house, he feels like he's gonna burst and he and Nina look at each other. Very blurly, he has his arm, like, behind her head. I said, wow, Nettie. Love her. I'm having a great time. First and foremost, I'm quitting the podcast. Um, <laughs> Again? taking applications. Look for the application on our, on our social. You're not allowed to quit. I'm really not. We should make Emily's not You're not allowed to quit. Also, before I throw my AirPod across the room so I don't have to hear Bunny go on her tangent. Uh, <laughs> they're so jealous. They're so jealous. I love that. Hilarious. Iconic. So iconic. It's, we're just like getting ready for the with Nina and Eddie had a summer romance. <laughs> they're like... I see it coming. Ready summer romance? Hmm. I know. We're just they were just getting ready. So yeah, um, obviously very my feels about this scene. Nettie, we love them. This is one of their few scenes. Look how flirty they are. When Eddie's like, I'm all <laughs> over, aren't I? I'm like, oh yes, yes you are. Just you wait. Just wait till the summer. <laughs> and I just like I want to know what they talk about. Because this scene kind of like cuts pretty short, which makes sense. It's not like super relevant. Um, I think it's, you know, obviously the point of the scene was to set up that Eddie's kind of like flirty and a bad boy and not for Nettie. But I like to pretend it's for Nettie. And I want to know what they were talking about. And they just cut the scene off. They just like look into each other's eyes. And what were they going to talk about? America? Honestly, probably. Wawa hobbies? I need to know. Falling in love? Is there a Wawa in Ohio? I doubt there's <laughs> definitely not Wawa in Ohio. No, there isn't. Well, then they were talking about Wawa. So Eddie's like, Wawa is fantastic. And Nina's like, what is a Wawa? He's, she's like, I only know sheets. And then they fight. But then they fall in love. Because she's from Pennsylvania. And she's definitely probably from like those sheets part of Pennsylvania. <laughs> KT and Eddie have a Wawa versus sheets fight. So let me tell me I'm wrong. You cannot. <laughs> You're not wrong. Eddie is definitely from like Philly, New Jersey, like Wawa territory. I bet KT is from like more rural. Like she seems like she's from a rural PA. In my mind, KT also lives on a farm and Nina's on a horse car. Is KT from Sheets territory? <laughs> yes, they gotta have a Sheets Wawa war. But what what team is Nina on? I guess also Team Sheets. Do they have Sheets in Ohio? Yeah, there's no Wawa. I just decided she like. We've decided she's in Ohio, well, so there's no Wawa there. She, but well, I think Quick Trip is slowly trying to take over the Midwest. Mm, maybe she'll be like she'll throw in a Quick Trip in there. Maybe yeah, or she'll be like, do they have Culver's in Ohio? Yeah, maybe she'll be a Culver's. Is that a gas station though? It's just a restaurant. And I thought, wait, so I thought Culver's this entire time was like the Wisconsin Wawa. <laughs> no, that's a trip, funny. No. <laughs> We haven't It's Okay, I thought Culver's was like a gas station. Like I thought it was like Wawa. This <laughs> because I tweeted the other. I'm having a mental breakdown at the Culver's parking lot. What about you? I, I don't know. I just think for some reason. Parking lot. 
I thought that it was like a Wawa. I love this. <laughs> okay, this is so irrelevant. Anyway, I thought that was you can't tell me that. You can't tell me that Nina and Eddie didn't have some like cosmic attraction that made him decide to flirt with her of all people. And look at the way they were looking at each other. So, <laughs> I'm just in my little netty world. Just let me be. <laughs> okay, UK followers, because we have to have a UK followers question for the day. UK followers, do you guys have like convenience store wars? Like, is it like the Tesco's versus like? something else y'all go to tesco's right you always say like i'm gonna nip over to the tesco's isn't that tesco like a grocery store i don't know i thought tesco's was like a wawa it's i don't know than that so too okay. no uk listeners help the most like freaking like south jersey i've ever sounded by i'm like i thought everything is a wawa everything is like a wawa wawa is like my my like <laughs> I like how it's on like a five minute rant about gas station. Wawa is the blueprint in my mind, so I'm like, is that like a Wawa? Everything can fall into two categories, like Wawa or not like Wawa. Okay, this is so irrelevant to Nettie. Anyway, in her room, Joy is showing Fabian her party plan. She says it might sound lame, but she missed out on the prom last year being there in jeans with no date. Fabian says it's not lame at all and that she thanks him. She says she knows they should be study budding, but, and Fabian says that's why he's there and hands her notes. I said, I'm soft. And I just said Joy with some sad faces. I'm trying to remember this scene. I think Joy was trying to, like, really lean into him. Like, she was obviously flirting, but it, it didn't feel like an appropriate situation to be, like, trying to like, get really close to him. And he kept kind of, like, moving away. And I was just like, what are you doing, girl? Like, I, I mean, I know what you're doing, but, like, why now? This is not the time. In their room, Amber reassures Nina that Fabian likes her and is even learning hopscotch for her, and no boy has done that for her. Nina asks if it's ever come up. Fabian comes in the room and sees the lit up dollhouse. They see the clue and write down the sequence. Move bat will quack meow. Nina and Amber high five. Fabian holds up his hand and asks for a one, and Amber says, You get a three maximum. I said this whole scene lives rent free. As it should. You know how in season one we decided the I love you scene was like peak season one? And, like, that whole episode is peak season one. I feel like this scene is peak season two. Like, Mubao will fuck me out. You get a three maximum, Fabian. Like, <laughs> Just, like, this episode, Mubao will fuck me out. The you get a three maximum. And then just, like, all the petty stuff that's also going on outside of the scene. And the dance. Yeah, the dance, the chasm, the tunnel. Like, this episode is, like, pretty much what I remember of season two. Same. This is peak season two. <laughs> Um, I think my note is hilarious and I need to say it. You know, if my best friend was haunted by a ghost of a really old woman, I would simply not be her friend, but I am built different. (laughs) Girl, that's called loyalty. That's called being a good friend. (laughs) Emily, what if we were ghost hunting together? You would stop being my ghost hunting friend if a ghost started haunting me? The only exception. The other side would never. (laughs) Yeah, what if we... Your dear friends got haunted by a ghost. The ghost coming comments on the podcast. Probably. Oh, I just yelled cow and that was it. <laughs> you know, we all hear moo ba wolf quack meow. Emily just hears moo. I just put you get a three maximum is iconic. But, you know, we went over that. Everyone knows. How many gifts of that? Just like. Oh, I'm sure that was a reaction gif I had in my folder. I'm so sad I deleted all my gifts. I wish I still had them. 
Yeah, the fact that, like, the concept of, like, now you can just, like, look up GIFs, but, like, you used to literally have to save GIFs in a folder on your computer in case you might want to use Yeah, I had a whole GIF photo for reaction GIFs, and I had them, like, labeled so I, like, could find them easy. And then when we were in the role play, I had separate folders for my two characters with GIFs of those actors. Wait, you were living in, like, 2021 <laughs> in this universe. You had, like, folders of those. I just think I just saved a whole bunch of GIFs and, like, just, I guess I would try to find them. Both of you to think my phone doesn't just have a bunch of random gifts saved to it. So Jerome is still trying to pay off his debt and sells his housemate's mask for the ball, saying he has a fine selection. Albie grabs a zombie mask and Amber says he can't wear it because it doesn't match her dress. I'm like, 2021, like, war- has now warped my mind because when Jerome was like, I have fine mask, I'm like, thinking, like <laughs> mask you gotta wear for COVID, not like mask you gotta wear for the masquerade ball. This is like the equivalent of me when they're like, Amber reacted to her face mask. I was thinking like, this looks kind of <laughs> Also, so when Jerome comes in on the scene, like Fabian and Nina are standing in like the doorway and Fabian's like stroking her arm for why? Aw. <laughs> Good for them. Nina picks a mask, which Fabian says is perfect, but Nina says she has nothing to wear with it. Jerome offers to sell her a dress too. Nina is skeptical at first and Fabian says, a dress you chose, Jerome? I don't think so. Mars says that they are pretty and says she's seen the one he sold Joy. Joy says it's true. I look amazing. I need Joy's confidence. Me too. Me three. Also, Joy just also Joy just in general looks super cute in this scene. Yeah. Also, I didn't write this to Nope and Damn Fabian. He really was just like Jerome, your vegetables is trash. Nina agrees when Mara mentions that he's working to pay off a debt. Jerome shows her a dress and tells her to try it on since he has a no returns policy. Uh, first and foremost, Jerina question mark? <laughs> hey, anytime they interact, I'll take it. She's doing something nice for him. There Cute. There's a part here where Eddie coughs whipped and I'm like, bro, you should talk. <laughs> uh, but then when he did say that, though, I was like, where is the lie? I love this roast. <laughs> um, so I don't know if Nina, when Nina leaves, they're like, go try on the dress. Fabian goes with her and I'm like, what? Ooh. <laughs> what? Ooh, spicy. Also, the dress becomes, like, as we'll get to later on, the dress becomes, like, a very important plot point. It's not even that cute, to be honest. The pattern's kind of awful. Like, he somehow convinced three people to buy an ugly dress. It was I don't even think I would like that in 2012, either. I don't know. I kind of mentally picture, like, dresses I wore in 2012. I guess, like, the bright colors would have been cute. Yeah, I like the fit of it. Like the... I'm trying to of any dresses yeah it's just like i don't know the pattern's weird (laughs) i'm like mentally i wore like solid dresses in 2012 2012 was like my sweet 16 phase where like everyone had sweet 16 so i feel like i wore a lot of dresses and none of them looked like that (laughs) sat here and google 2012 homecoming dresses they all they all have that style you know what i mean oh wait i think i just found the dress that jerome sold them or something very similar but there, a lot of them are like solid print with like, like kind of like gaudy gemmy belt type things. But otherwise, they're like all solid. Okay, gem belt. Yeah, belt that sounds right. Oh, actually, wait. My prom dress in 2012 was like a solid color. It was purple, but it had this like bedazzled. It was only one strap. Oh, bedazzled was like the shit. Should we all tweet pictures of us in dresses from 2012 to celebrate this <laughs> dance episode? If I can find them. Like, what would you have worn to this dance? And it's just dresses we actually wore in 2012. Yeah. 
Nina goes to try the dress on, and Alfie knows that the dress is the same one. Jerome sold their joy. Alfie says they're going to look the same, and Jerome says individuality is overrated. At the library, Victor is very interested in the replica of the mask of Anubis, asking about it. He asks the point of putting a replica on display and asks where the original is. Jasper says it's a myth and doesn't exist. Victor says it doesn't exist or has never been found. In the foyer, Fabian walks out with Joy. She says thanks for everything Anita and Amber glare. So Fabian shoves books into her arms. Joy grabs his hands and thanks him for being there for her to more glares. He apologizes and they're mad. Anita and Fabian practice for the hopscotch challenge. Amber says she'll be the Simon Cowell since she's out because of her foot. Nina is good at it. Fabian trips into Nina and they giggle flirtily. Amber says it's not funny. Victor peeks out from his window and asks what's so amusing. I like Nina's shoes. I think they're like bright blue flats and I just I don't I like their vibes. Oh, cute. Um, Joy is savage. Oh my god. Like like oh your ex-girlfriend's over there? Let me just hold your hand. I'm really trying. Wow. It's hard to get that. Like her confidence. Love this for her. I do love Jabian. I don't think I would do that though. Yeah. That's, that's not like, that messy. That's a lot. <laughs> I'm messy, but I don't think I would do that. Victor asks him to not jeopardize the grand opening of the library and tells them to go to bed. It is literally still like bright out, like because you can see the window and like the back hall, and it's like light out. So I think the lighting department, because we will see that same like window at night, and I'm like, they could have somebody didn't tell them like. It's going to be night now. It's literally still like light out. <laughs> Victor said, it's 5 p.m. Go to sleep. <laughs> no dinner. Y'all gotta look pretty. You need your voodoo rest. We cut to the grand opening and Fabian is giving his speech. Everyone claps. Fabian and Nina dance. Nina says he was right. Everything turned out perfectly and Amber happily watches. He tells Nina he and Joy are only study buddies and they kiss. Amber asks Alfie, who's wearing a zombie mask, why he can't be more like that, and he says, like Fabian? And she says, I know, see what you just made me say? Nina hears Sankara said, watch the timepiece, and realizes that she can do the challenge. She says they have to go. Fabian tries to follow her, but a staff and Mr. Sweet, who is congratulating him about the speech and making him talk to random people about Jasper. Nina goes down to the tunnels and does the hopscotch. Sankara appears and follows her. When Nina reaches the chasm, Sankara comes up behind her and says she has betrayed her and herself. Nina tries to argue, but Sankara makes her fall into the chasm as she falls. Nina yells for Sarah. Did Nina just, like, think Ghost Sarah was going to, like, appear and, like, rescue her? Like, it's, maybe. Like, I don't, I don't know. I mean, she's dreaming, <laughs> so maybe. Also, R.I.P. Nina, it was, it never, it was not nice. I just really liked how they executed this dream scene because it's not obvious it's a dream scene like they like some of the other dream scenes we have where it's like they go to sleep and then it's like it's foggy and it's very clear that they're in a dream but this one like you're not sure if it's a dream but something just feels off with the timing just because it just like cuts all of a sudden to the dance so you're like hmm this feels weird but okay I guess this I guess it's the dance now but really like the off like the offness is how you know it's a dream you just like don't quite register it right away so yeah I don't know I just really like how they did that just for how like extra she's being <laughs> joy for trying to steal okay. this man yeah she's ready <laughs> she's really doing her hardest but you know yeah. what they've been single now live your best life joy <laughs> Uh, ship of the week. We have to give it to them because it's like one of the two times they have ever interacted in our lives. Nettie! We love Nettie! That's... 
Nettie is to get this out of my system. I, I was getting Everyone roasted on Twitter today. Nettie. <laughs> yes, Nettie is ship of the week. Sorry, Emily. And uh, I can... even put it down, so you're not apologizing because I literally Aww. put it down. Oh, thanks, Emily. <laughs> you really did that. that. I can be a good friend. I hate it. Okay. Hello. Okay. Hello, everyone. So. Again, this is the third day um, of this episode's recording because, you know, we said we were going to do a double episode and then uh, the second part of this episode's recording went really long. So, Not even the second <laughs> part of this, the episode. It was literally the second part of the second episode we recorded yeah, for over an hour. The game went for, like, a long time. That's because so, Laura um, we're just... bringing up Pyfy. For I no reason. I feel like, seconds, like, I have to rant about Pyfy for a minute. Bear with me. <laughs> okay, God bless all of us when we get to the actual Pipey episodes because I have too many thoughts and Emily's already um, done with my thoughts. At that point, it'll just be, it's actually going to be only Laura hosting the episode. Me and Emily will be <laughs> just both, leaving for a couple weeks. Quit. They're both going to quit so that I can rant about Nothing we say will be important anyway. Laura can cover it all. <laughs> so. Since we're going back to a good old-fashioned single episode because I can't stop bringing up Pipey, um, we're going to do a game of ship it or rip it to end out this episode so we're recording this on the third day my oh the last time we did this was with bobby and alex <gasps> oh because we did the adults but we haven't done the the kids since we did it with bobby and yeah. alex oh Ooh, the first first character we have for ship it or rip it is ben <laughs> keeping it spicy right off the bat ben and mara hmm I kind of sh- I don't know why I ship it, but I do. I'd be into it. I think they're both competitive, and I think that yeah. would be really great. They would be good enemies to lovers. And Eddie would be like, "Wow, Mara, I thought you were my friend. You're hanging out with my enemy." <laughs> All right. Next, we have Fabian and Laura. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That'd be cute. <laughs> oh, I do shit that. <laughs> I, I feel like Fabian's kind of my type. Kind of sassy, kind of smart. You know? Yeah. Oh, I would ship that a lot. He would treat you right, Laura. Oh. Yeah. I, I, I feel like Someone Fabian write the fic. Like, That's kind of cute. <laughs> That's really cute. Well, I'm soft. Fabian for me in real life, guys. <laughs> oh. Okay, next we have Giles. Why is he in here? <laughs> Giles in here? I put Giles in here. I feel like for like very specific ships. Giles and Piper. Okay. Why not? I'm kind of into it. I'm kind of into it too. Sure. Why not? <laughs> they, they could play ping pong. They could play some music. They're both kind of, I don't know, driven people. Yeah. yeah. We're in some fun, weird ships here today. <laughs> um, next we have Alfie. Alfie and Emily. You know what? Oh, I, I, could, I could want that too. That's cute. I like Emily, the vibes. what are your thoughts? I like the vibes. Yeah. I think, the vibes are I think that would be fun. You guys would have fun together. I don't think it'd be a long lasting relationship, but I think it'd be fun. It'd be a fun time. <laughs> it would be fun. We're here for a good time, not a long time. <laughs> I As... don't know. She's a Virgo. She ain't a Sag. <laughs> True. I am just here for a good time. Not to say I'm not here for a All long right, time. next I have. Ooh, I ripped it. Oh, no. Eddie? I'll have to make him a new one. She's killing my boy! She can't look how they massacred my boy! I just took the Osirian out of him. (laughs) (laughs) Eddie and Mick. I think we've done this one. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Sure. Okay. Let's see. We have Joy. 
Joy and KT. Yeah, we talked about this. We love yes. Koi. We, lo- we love Koi? We'll talk more about that next week. You guys will see. So. Or game next. Oh, I yeah. like how we're basically we doing two versions of ship it or rip it this yes, week. But <laughs> no. we, we're this was fast. We were on the spot. Okay, one more. Yeah. Okay. Last ship is going to be... It was either this or we Jerome. Record. It was either this or we record it again tomorrow night just so Laura could prepare the comic game. No. Yeah, this is better. No. Jerome and Patricia. Oh, yeah. Patron. Yeah. Patron Classic. forever. We ship it. Taking shots at me like a Patron. And it's a <laughs> Seven Taking shots at me it's Patron. <laughs> I didn't know Taylor Swift watched House of Anubis. <laughs> Actually, yeah, we did. She wrote red about Petty. The entire red album. <laughs> I wrote lover about Jeroy. What are we talking about? It's true. Um, thank you everyone for listening. Please give us a follow of TikTok at a newest backwards pod, Instagram at a newest backwards pod, and Twitter at a newest podcast. And you can email us at a newest backwards pod at gmail.com. Give us your thoughts, your questions, your comments, concerns. Um, actually, honestly, okay, so the next time they hear from us, right? Well, no, not the next time they hear from us. The next episode we're going to be recording because we just did a very double episode. Um, Taylor Swift's Fearless release will have been out and we're going to do a ranking with uh, one of our friends, Sarah. So if you guys have any thoughts and you want us to give us our thoughts, like if you guys listen to Taylor Swift's uh, Fearless Taylor's version and have thoughts on its relationship to House of Nevis, you have a pre uh, sneak peek because you can just listen to the original Fearless Um before April 9th, but on April 9th, everyone's streaming Fearless Taylor's version so that Taylor Swift gets royalties for her own music. Anyway! <laughs> and then send us voice memos. Please no one's no one's me- taking us up on that. Anyway, send us voice memos, send us emails about your thoughts about Fearless Taylor's version and this relationship with House Anubis, and we might include it in our uh, episode that comes out on uh, the week of the 13th. Yeah. Wow. That's yeah. So um, thank you, everyone. Thanks for listening in. Bye in Sabuna. Sabuna. Sabubu. There's so much I wanted to say. The way I see it, is there anyone there? We have lost it, y'all.